Update at noon, midday to 1 p.m. We joined on the line by political analyst and Nelson Mandela uh, with the Nelson Mandela University, uh, Unga Mamtinka. Thanks so much for your time and welcome to Update at Noon. Uh, good afternoon, Sakina, and thanks uh, to you. So perhaps we should start with uh, just taking a look at what happened in Parliament yesterday. So after the State of the Nation address, naturally, there is now the debate and the various political parties in Parliament responding to what the president highlighted in the State of the Nation address. What are your thoughts so far on how uh, the first day of the debate has gone? I think I like the robustness of the debates. Remember, Sakina, that in parliamentary democracies, or in fact democracies throughout the world, question time is one of the ways in which a parliament holds the executive to account. So the president being taken up, being, being, being probed on some of the things that he said in his statement makes the... Um, uh, 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 it makes what we write home about collectively as a country as to what the true state of the nation is to be a participatory process, even if uh, the president, you know, and his team write the statement in full. But because we don't have an agreement about what has the, some of those broad areas in which we measure the state of the nation, this participation in parliament allows for the opposition parties, the representatives of the people, to point further to those things which they think are important in giving a true picture of what the true state of the nation is. And as such, it gives us a a completeness, if you like, some degree of completeness. Because also, I mean, we also have to measure the true state of the nation by looking at indicators beyond what politicians can bring during uh, the session itself and the questions and answers uh, answers that follow. Ongama, you, you speak about the team uh, that the president would have in um, assisting to write the State of the Nation address, that entire speech. How much reliance does the president place on that team? And I'm asking this in light of making sure that everything that goes into it is actually factually correct. Two things here. Um, One, there is the need to retain a particular political flavor to the speech. So what you will find is that party political agenda, uh, party ideology, as well as uh, campaign imperatives of the sitting president will will always cloud the process of uh, writing a a clear-cut report on the state of the nation. Um, that's one. Obviously, some a process like this does need to have participation, and I think that to some degree that happens across departments because various sources of information about what's being done in the economy, what's being done around social security, um, healthcare, among other things, uh, are sources of information that sit beyond the presidency. And as such... If, if it, it probably gets, uh, it's reports that get submitted and information is mined from them in line with the, whatever message the president wants to drive, um, or in fact, even participation across departments, it would be good if uh, that could be determined as a, as a matter of fact. How important is it then uh, for people to actually not mislead the president when it comes to that sort of information? 
Sakina, so I think it's important in the sense that the president himself needs to take responsibility for the the information ultimately. I mean, it's it's you, you know politicians always claim uh, plausible deniability on these things, but it's very important that the 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 whatever is said with the name of the president can never be denied on the basis that I was not party to the crafting process. So that's me saying, uh, yes, indeed, we can talk about the culpability of other people in questions of leading the president, but ultimately the accountability um, stops with him, even if the responsibility is with other people. Interesting. And um, just uh, something that I'm uh, taking a look into with regard to that, and perhaps we can talk about it at a later stage, uh, just the accuracy of some of the information that is shared uh, during the State of the Nation address. But um, moving on to another issue, and uh, this, of course, of the leaked audio and scope, of course, they will be deliberating tomorrow after receiving the president's response. What do you make of this whole saga? So the latest for me is the, the alleged citation from the president's letter to SCOPA. Obviously, as the president has confirmed, um, I think me, some media colleagues spoke to her, him after the golf day following SONA, that he, did, he, he indeed had signed uh, the letter back to SCOPA. So my, 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 I would think that this is an accurate uh, letter cite, cited by the Times by the, by by uh, Arena Group. So the key for me here, Sakina, is that the president claims that he doesn't have information, and I think his supporters had said this that he had relied on public information. What fails to satisfy me in that answer, and I think that is worth uh, being is reason enough for the president to be called uh, before Scopa to answer questions, is this. In the clip, the president is said to be making specific reference to a context in which an official was 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 prepared to finally, to put it in inverted commas, divulge the details about those campaign funds and who benefited, right? And then he says that um, he 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 preferred uh, he, he, that the focus would rather remain on CR17 than for him uh, to, to, yeah, than for him to, to allow something like that. I'm paraphrasing. Now, the question that I had is whether the president could have been referring to information in the public domain by talking, by, by, by talking, by alerting the ANC of a process in which a, an official was threatening to reveal the final details. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't seem to correlate, to, to, to make sense to me that uh, the president would even go to the extent of, you know, uh, uh, taking a, a resolve not to allow uh, that to happen, but rather for focus to remain on the CR17 campaign on, 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 on the basis of his loyalty to the party. He must explain why that he framed it in that way if he was referring to what was in the public domain.
And of course, it's been frantic behind the scenes, uh, frantic to get Scopa to do their work in this regard. And now that uh, the letter from the president in response to the questions from Scopa um, has been delivered, uh, again, we see that letter being leaked. And what consequence could that be in terms of uh, perhaps the president claiming that, you know, uh, this may be... uh, detrimental or um, uh, what would the word be um, prejudicial to him? No, I wouldn't be surprised if the president, uh, if people who are pro the president leaked the letter, because in general, it's, it's, it doesn't frame it in a bad light in any way, except the leak itself. Um, the information there is an attempt to try and manage the narrative around this issue. And my view is that in terms of what we've seen so far, it fails to, on the basis of the fact that the context that is cited in the letter is. Update at noon, midday to 1 p.m.